With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The DMV is among the top regions in the country for many things, but sadly, one of them is the high rate of kidney disease. Many people here have it. Many people have it and don't know it. There are ways to find out if you have kidney disease or are at risk and several treatment options. And you and I can help fund education and support programs. Lots to talk about for the next few minutes. Good morning, I'm Bernie Lucas, and with me, Michelle Anthony, Executive Director of the National Kidney Foundation, serving the National Capital Area, and Mo Stewart, the Kidney Walk Chair this year. Good to see both of you. Good morning, Bernie. Good morning, Bernie. Um, let's start with the basics, Michelle. Uh, what, what is kidney disease, and what are some of the risk factors? Chronic kidney disease is a, a condition characterized by the gradual loss of kidney function over time. Um, it's measured in five stages, with one being minor impairment of the kidneys and five being kidney failure, which is, of course, the point at which you need um, dialysis or a kidney transplant in order to live because your kidneys aren't, aren't doing their job of you know, filtering the, the wastes out of your body. So there's a lot of buildup there. Um, the main causes of kidney disease are diabetes and hypertension, and they account for about three quarters of the cases. So it's very important if you do have diabetes or hypertension that you keep them under control because um, you, can, you can have stage three kidney disease and stay there for a while. Um, you can stave off uh, kidney failure if you you know, take your medication and, you know, do what your doctor, doctor recommends. There are also um, certain groups or who are more predisposed to kidney disease, including African Americans and Hispanics and Asians and Pacific Islanders, um, seniors, people over 60, um, because there is a gradual decline in kidney function over time. So the important thing is if you're in one of these at-risk groups, that you get tested for your kidney function on a, on a regular basis. Really simple tests, um, blood and urine tests that your doctor can do um, to determine you know, how your kidneys are functioning. But kidney disease, is sil the symptoms are silent frequently. So you can progress to late kidney disease before you figure out that you have it. Crash into you know, dialysis through the emergency room that's why it's so important to know if you're at risk to get tested on a regular basis. And um, is there a cure or is it mostly in treatments for it? Mostly in treatment. Sometimes acute kidney disease um, can be reversed, but most of the time when people progress to dialysis, for example, they're pretty much on dialysis until... Um, they, if they have a kidney transplant, which is sort of the optimal treatment, it's just better mm -hmm. outcomes for patients um, than dialysis. It's a healthier lifestyle. You're not tethered to a machine. Yeah. Um, dialysis is a great treatment um, if that's the only option you have. But if you do have the option of transplant, we always recommend that you that you go that route. Right. And the dialysis, if you're on that, 
that's it's like several times a week at a, a location to be connected to it. Correct. You yeah. usually go three times a week for like four hours at a time. So when you add in the time it takes to get on and off the machine and the travel, and unfortunately, most patients are pretty wiped out after a dialysis treatment. So three days out of your week are, mm. you know, pretty much shot. So it's, it's a hard life. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the transplant, who, um, who can be a donor or get, just give us some, some background on the whole, the whole organ donation part of this. Well, there are currently 118,000 Americans on the waiting list wow. for, for organs, all organs. Oh, okay. And of those, nearly 100,000, so 98,000 people are waiting for kidneys. Um, even if everybody who could donate at the time of their death did, there wouldn't be enough organs to wipe out the waiting list. So living donation is is very important, and it's something that we are um, very committed to raising awareness and removing barriers um, so that more people can become living donors. And the important thing is um, many, many people can be living donors if they're healthy enough. I mean, age isn't really a restriction anymore. Blood type isn't a restriction anymore. So... Um, but it, it, they do have to, you know, be very healthy because the doctors are never going to, you know, the, the health of the potential living donor is, is really important, um, yeah. as is the patient. So, um, you know, we have a um, number of programs um, at the National Kidney Foundation to encourage living donation. There's one called the Big Ask, the Big Give, um, which we've done we did twice in 2018 workshop with GW Transplant Institute. And what that is, is gathering people who are on the waiting list and their family members and potential living donors to educate them about living donation, to dispel myths, to encourage them to share their story, to try to seek a living donor for themselves. Um, there's always an aha moment in this workshop that's um, a lot of patients are hesitant to, to let people know that they're sick. But unless they spread the word um, that they're looking for a living donor, then they're not likely to find one. Yeah. So with just seeing the transition in patients, realizing that, you know, I'm, I'm okay, I can share my story. And we give them tools and different ways that they can share their story and um, a lot of it has to do with reaching out within your circles of influence. So your family, your friends, your church group, your knitting group, whatever groups you belong to where you have close friends. Um, and just using, really using social media in the most creative ways that you can. And if you can't do it yourself, you know, let your son help you or, you know, let your nephew or right, niece help right. you. But just really, you know, and, and, Sharing it many times is important, too. It's not a one-time post. It's getting creative. And I'm sure that in the media you've heard of stories of, you know, the fraternity brother from 20 years ago who donated. Um, there are a lot of ways to connect through people so through social media. And there are people out there who want to be living donors. Um, so we try to say, we know it's a hard ask. Mm -hmm. You think you're asking a lot of somebody, but 
if you don't, you're depriving someone of the chance to do it if they want to step up and be that person because right. those people exist. Oh, yeah. You know, there are people who donate kidneys to total strangers. Certainly, you know, they'd consider doing it for someone that they knew. Yeah, one of the first people that when I first became aware of the organization, in fact, a, a co-worker had recently donated a kidney to her father. And, uh, and it gave him many, many years longer than he would have without that. Great. Yeah. So Fantastic. Definitely. We're talking with Michelle Anthony, executive director of the local National Kidney Foundation, and Mo Stewart, the Kidney Walk Chair. Mo, tell us a little bit about, about you and how you got involved. First of all, I've spent the majority of my life serving our country and serving the communities uh, that I've lived in. Um, I retired from uh, federal service. I spent 34 years as a career civil servant. I'm a member of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, life member. Been in the fraternity for 43 and a half years. Wow. So um, in 2016, I was invited to a uh, kidney ball uh, by a uh, partnering uh, colleague who was going to partner with uh, the Raven Tech Company on a procurement opportunity. Uh, I was reluctant to go, but when I got there, um, I looked at the things that uh, the Kidney Foundation was doing, the the uplift that they were providing Americans with uh, kidney disease and the uh, education and awareness. So uh, quickly, it hit me how the uh, National Kidney Foundation could support a friend of mine. A um, gentleman by the name of Tommy Bennett, who's been suffering with kidney disease since uh, uh, 1988. And uh, I thought it would be a great organization to connect him with. He's had three kidney transplants, two of which have not been successful. Wow. So in uh, 2000, January 2016, Michelle and I met for lunch, and I informed her about Tommy and also about our fraternity and the idea of a possible uh, strategic partnership mm -hmm. to help raise funds uh, through the uh, NKF uh, walkathons for education and awareness. So a month later, I introduced Michelle to Tommy, and the story began. Yeah, so that's how I got started. Yeah, he's that's... an amazing person. They <laughs> yeah. both are. Yeah. Can I ask? Because I, I I don't know. Is, is how is Tommy? Thanks for asking. December twenty. Third, Tommy received his uh, third kidney transplant. Mm -hmm. um, to date, the kidney is uh, functioning very well. Good. He's at home. He's doing well. Uh, after this interview, I will be going to visit him. Uh -huh. But but he he is the epitome of perseverance. Oh, yeah. Our, our, yeah. our, our fraternity has uh, four cardinal principles, manhood, scholarship, and perseverance. He wears uh, perseverance across his chest. Mm -hmm. um, he traveled three days a week from Woodbridge, Virginia, to Bethesda. Uh, he would often leave at 5 in the morning uh, because he was on the first shift. Wow. Uh, normally it's an hour and a half drive, mm -hmm. followed by a three-hour um, treatment and then uh, back home. But... In order to save his uh, leave, because he was a, a federal a civil servant and retired uh, uh, veteran, to save his uh, leave, what he would do is he would telework from the uh, dialysis. Wow. Center. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, he's still very active in the fraternity. He, he chairs a health care committee mm-hmm. um, and, and several of the uh, uh, Easter egg hunt committee. So he's very active. So like I said, if you met him, you'd never know he was sick unless he told you. Yeah. Because it doesn't show by his actions. Mm-hmm. And his attitude. He's just got, he just uplifts you when you meet him he's always got a smile on his face he always has a kind word he's such a positive person and that's why he did very well on dialysis yeah yeah there's a lot to be said for for attitude as well as the medical procedures in anything right absolutely I'm Bernie Lucas. We're talking with Michelle Anthony, Executive Director of the National Kidney Foundation, serving the National Capital Area, and Mo Stewart, the Kidney Walk Chair this year. So, Mo, I know if you talk to um, Michelle and you express interest in something, she's going to get you to be doing something, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're, uh, you're, you're involved in the walk. Tell us, um, tell us about, uh, and, and I understand you also got, got your fraternity involved in it. Right. Tell, us, tell us part of that. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about um, the fraternity. Fraternity is Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity. We have over 750 undergraduate and graduate chapters uh, across the world. Fraternity was founded November 17, 1911 at Howard University uh, by our three uh, founders, uh, Edgar Love, Oscar James Cooper, Frank Coleman, and they had a, a faculty advisor, uh, Ernest Everett Just. We have four cardinal principles, which I mentioned earlier, uh, manhood, scholarship, perseverance, and uplift. And we have uh, 10 national mandated programs. I won't talk about those 10, but um, the two that are related to what we do in the community health-wise are social action programs and our health care initiative program. So um, in, in March of 2016... Um, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I, I took um, the idea back to our chapter, the Lama. Gamma Gamma chapter here in the DMV and um, I said hey I think we should get involved in supporting this uh, because it's going to help members of our fraternity it's going to help patrons that uh, support us and also it would help us uplift members of the community so at that time our chapter donated um, $1,500 to become a sponsor of the Kidney Congressional Dinner and then later uh, in the year, uh, Tommy Bennett uh, mobilized our fraternity brothers to support the 2016 National Kidney Foundation Walkathon. And in that year, we collectively raised roughly $10,000 uh, in, in Walkathon donations. Nice. The fraternity is comprised of um, 13 districts around the world, 12 of which are located in the United States. Our chapter actually resides in what's called the second district and it comprises uh, the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, and Delaware. So in May of 2017, Ms. Bernita Brooks, who is the National Kidney Foundation Regional Vice President, joined me 
at our second district meeting in Baltimore, Maryland. And we asked the leadership and the brothers that were at that meeting to embrace the National Kidney Foundation Walkathon in partnership as one of our social action initiatives across the district. They agreed and we moved forward doing so. So for 2017, four or five chapters came together. Those chapters were Alpha Omega, which is Washington, D.C., uh, Mu Rho out of Annapolis, uh, Zeta Omega out of Cleveland, Ohio, and Eta Omega out of Atlanta, Epsilon Rho out of St. Paul, Minneapolis, participated in, in the fundraising and, and awareness uh, campaign, and uh, collectively uh, we raised $18,000 in 2017. In November 2018, I asked uh, and presented this initiative again to our new second district representative, Mr. Kendall Smalls, and our first vice grand bosses, Mr. Ricky Lewis, and our national uh, health care chairperson, Dr. Dylan Brennan. And they all agreed that it was a great idea, and let's look at expanding this across the entire fraternity. So again, uh, it, it's a slow-moving target, but we're getting some traction. There are a few chapters up in Ohio uh, that have been beginning to mobilize for 2019, and I just think this thing is going to uh, take off, and we're going to make a big impact uh, for the foundation. Uh, we're going to make a big impact on awareness, and uh, I, I just think we can help eventually solve this uh, this, yeah. this problem. Right. And and Mo and Bernita also recruited Oliver Hunter, who is with another chapter of the fraternity, yeah. um, the D.C. chapter, mm-hmm. to co-chair. We feel that we've been successful for the first couple years, so yeah. uh, we took on an uh, opportunity um, to to chair and, and co-chair the uh, the D.C. Uh, corporate walk mm-hmm. uh, for 2019. Uh, we both believe we have uh, a, a lot of connections in the DMV uh, with businesses, businesses and um, um, nonprofit organizations that can uh, contribute and help us uh, raise a substantial amount of money mm-hmm. uh, for 2019. Yeah, very good. What's yeah, the kidney disease is so grassroots. I mean, people mm-hmm. don't realize that 30 million Americans have it. That's one in seven adults, 15% yeah, wow. of the adult population. It's the ninth leading cause of death in the U.S., and it causes more deaths than, you know, prostate cancer, AIDS, leukemia, and all the other ones that get all the attention. Mm-hmm. We're more of a grassroots organization. So having um, the fraternity and people like Mo and Oliver involved is so important to us, the community partnerships. Yeah. So, for example, you know, I was requesting support from uh, a couple of my uh, clients, and I found out just by talking to two of them, two separate organizations, that um, one guy went out to get uh, some extra health insurance and found out that he had uh, kidney disease. Wow. Um, same with another um, gentleman. Uh, he was diagnosed with lupus, and, mm-hmm. you know, just like Tommy, he found out that he had kidney uh, disease. But, you know, both these guys were, were under 40. Wow. Didn't know it. Yeah. Um, uh, last week uh, in Toledo, Ohio, uh, I called a friend. Uh, I hadn't seen him in years, and I asked how he was doing. He said, hey, uh, uh, I got prepped yesterday to receive a kidney, but the kidney um, uh, 
didn't didn't check out. It wasn't viable. It wasn't yeah. viable. So mm. he didn't get it. But I didn't realize he was suffering with it. You know, to look at an individual, yeah. you don't know. Right. So right. Uh, this is where the awareness come in and the early mm-hmm. detection. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can help uh, solve solve this issue. Yeah. Well, tell us tell us about the uh, about the walk. Kind of paint the picture for us. Well, uh, as far as the uh, fraternity is concerned in the DMV, um, we hope to double um, the money that we raised uh, last year. So uh, we're looking at least uh, maybe $36,000. From a corporate perspective, I'll let Michelle, uh, you know, set the target on what number uh, she wants us to achieve. Mm-hmm. And based on that number, I'm going to try to um, overachieve. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, yes. Let's go from a couple hundred thousand to yeah. a million. Yeah. That's what I would like right. very right. much. Right. So, so, and, and, you know, I believe, I believe over time we can get there. I think we can, um, you know, with the help of industry, you know, yes. with the help of industry, uh, I think we can achieve uh, the goal. And I think you said the goal this year was from 200,000. 200,000, right. So mm-hmm. uh, I would like to at least make. 300,000. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. <laughs> it, the walk, this year's walk is going to be on October 12th at Freedom Plaza, which is down there on Pennsylvania Avenue. And it's a beautiful walk through the monuments, mm-hmm. um, you know, very picturesque. Um, we, we have kidney patients and family and friends and um, medical professionals and um we have tents and there's a lot of opportunities for um, education and awareness. Um, the transplant centers are all represented so um, patients can um, talk to them individually. There is a kids area so it's lots of fun. You know, it's an all ages um, type of event. Um, and it's the largest walk in the in the country to fight kidney disease. We have more than a hundred communities um, do the kidney walk. So we've raised about ninety million dollars since two thousand eight, wow. since the walk was founded. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of orange. That's our that's sort of our right, color. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um it's a real wonderful celebration of life. Um, people form um, family and friends teams, but also corporate teams. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some dialysis centers that that form teams, and it's just. Um, great fellowship it's an amazing opportunity to meet other people who are walking in your shoes no pun intended yeah <laughs> um so bernie you've you've come out to the walk before i was in the 2010 it was a different location at the time but uh yeah that in was georgetown right in georgetown and yeah. i still i still remember it in great detail and i remember that the thing about the uh the teams the family teams and corporate teams and many of them, you know, all dressed alike in their T-shirts and kind of walking as a group. And it was it was pretty amazing and pretty inspirational. And some of the people that were talking, you know, in advance of it and after it, it it's a, a wonderful event. And down you know, in Freedom Plaza and around the mall, I mean, that that whole that whole area is just it's a spectacular place to, to a visual, you know, to add to the the aura of the whole event right. and the importance of the event. Right. And, and this year, this past year, um, we had um, council member Brandon Todd come and join us, who's been a wonderful supporter, as well as um, Trey Morning, um, Georgetown basketball player, whose father, Alonzo Morning, yeah. um, very famous transplant recipient. Um, and, you know, the whole family's been 
very supportive and, and very involved in raising awareness about kidney disease and organ donation. So I wanted to give a shout out to Brandon and Trey for being wonderful, um, as well as Attain. Um, uh, in addition, Omega Sci-Fi had a huge sea of purple, huge sea of purple, <laughs> um, and, and um, our corporate sponsor Attain um, and their red t-shirts um, form three teams and collectively between sponsorships and, and their team fundraising, they raised $35,000. So yeah. um, they're very supportive and we're very grateful for to them as well. Breast yeah, and Lynx as well is another one. They came in third place and they've been a great mm-hmm. organization. Um, they came over from our Northern Virginia walk that we used to have. Now we have one big walk in the district. So yeah, yeah. kudos to our top three fundraising yeah. teams. <laughs> So, 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 Bernie, let's focus in yeah. on what this really means to um, the National Capital Region area. Mm-hmm. You know, there are approximately uh, 500,000 people with uh, kidney disease in the area, uh, more than 7,000 on dialysis, and uh, 1,700 waiting for a life saving kidney transplant. So, with that, um, I would like to offer a challenge to any Greek organization, any social organization, any family organization, and any corporation to exceed or beat the $18,000 that Omega Sci-Fi <laughs> raised in uh, 2018. He's laid the gauntlet. Yes, absolutely. No, that's a very good challenge, and I bet I bet someone takes you up on that. I hope so. Yeah, very good. Uh, because we are going to... Uh, definitely exceed that number this year yeah good well we have about two or three minutes okay. to go um is there anything else that uh mo that you would like to to add or or repeat um yes um come to our website at kidneywdc.org or kidneywalk specific kidneywalk.org and sign your team up and um make a big splash and, and, and beat the Omega number. Yeah, very good. <laughs> and Michelle, anything else you'd like to add or repeat? Um, another event that I just wanted to mention quickly yeah. um, is on February 23rd, we are hosting our fifth annual Wizards Organ Donation Awareness Tournament um, at Capital One Arena. It's a fantastic event um, where corporate teams come together and compete in a three-and-three Um, bracketed basketball tournament until we have a winner. Um, We will be on the concourse at the Wizards game that evening when they take on the Pacers, um, registering people to be organ donors and educating them and handing out literature and swag. And um, it's just a a great event. And I encourage, you know, corporate teams to consider coming out. It's an opportunity to play on an NBA court. How often do you get something like that? (laughs) Right. Right. That's right. All right. Very good. Well, uh, I thank both of you for uh, coming in and, and giving us the information and inspiration to uh, to get involved. Oh, thank you. Uh, Mo Stewart, Kidney Walk Chair this year, and, and Michelle Anthony, Executive Director, National Capital uh, National Kidney Foundation, serving the National Capital Area. It's a mouthful. It is. <laughs> it is. And I got it right the first two times. <laughs> But uh, so uh, good. Good to see both of you, and best wishes in in all of the events this year. And and uh, we'll we'll talk to you, Mo, and see how that challenge turned out too. Thank you so much, Thank you. Bernie, for your support. Sure.
And um, and give us the uh, the websites one more time. Kidneywdc.org and kidneywalk.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.